We are the men who. I think I should start it with once upon a time, but actually only yesterday. <laughs> there was a village. And in this village, there were people from all walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different shapes, sizes, dispositions, dispositions colours, all sorts of people were in this village. You and I are part of this village. And it's a great village to be part of. Where every night people would gather around a great fire and they would dance and they would celebrate their day. And it would be a wonderful, majestic thing to see the villagers dance. But at the centre of the village, there's a woman who's round, ready to give birth. And the day comes when she's ready to give birth. And everybody in the village is gathered round, ready to welcome this new life, this new little baby into the, into the village. And the ritual's the same the world over. The woman gives birth, there's probably hot towels. There's, you know, little baby grows and things ready for the baby when it comes out. And the woman's holding this baby for the first time. Everybody's ready to celebrate. And she looks down at her, her new son. And she sees he's got beautiful little rosy cheeks. But he's missing one half of his body. The other half is just some sort of strange smoke. He's got a right ear and a right arm and a right leg, right eye. But he's missing the other side of him. And none of the villagers really know what to do with a half-boy. The woman doesn't really know what to do with a half-boy. But the half-boy does what lots of babies do. And begins to cry, begins to weep, and begins to wail. And the mother looks at him and doesn't really know how to care for this half-boy. So she ignores his crying and his weeping and his wailing. And none of the villagers do anything to help him. And time passes. The little baby, the little half-boy, grows up to be a half-toddler. And then a half-boy running around the village. And we all know half-boys. They're always the ones that cause trouble. In Scotland, we call them rascals or torags a lot of the time. They're always the ones that people roll their eyes when they come to play. And it, more and more and more, as time passes, he doesn't wail and he doesn't cry as much. But he starts to push people away in different ways. And he starts to you know, be the one to spoil a game or wind people up. And people don't want anything to do with him. So much so that people in this village forget their dance. They forget how to do their majestic, wonderful dance. And they get wrapped up in their own life so much. And that little half-boy, he grows up to be a teenager. And the day comes, as the day comes for us all, when it's time for us to step out of the village, to leave the village behind and to go off and find our way in the world. And that half-boy does that. He leaves the village behind. And there's nobody there to send him off. There's nobody to give him wise words of advice as he crosses the threshold of the village and enters out into the wide world. He does it alone. And off he goes. Down this dusty road, not really knowing where he's going, not really having much with him, having nobody have to have guided him to this point. And he passes through village after village after village. And sometimes he gets a bit of work. Sometimes he gets the odd job thrown at him. But never, he never stays for very long. And he just passes through these villages like, like a shadow. And eventually one day, on his own, 
he comes to the banks of a great river. And he kneels down by this river to have a drink. And from the distance, coming out from the other side of the river, he sees a shape coming towards him. He squints his one right eye in that, in that shape, towards that shape, and he looks as it comes closer and closer and closer, and he sees it's got a left arm and a left leg, left ear, left eye. And that left half boy comes across the river. They look at each other straight in their eye. And I'd love to tell you that this is the point, this was the point where both half-boys met their other half and fused together and became one. But that's not what happened. All that rage and all that anger that 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 half-boys felt bubbled up within them and they began to fight, throwing punches, hurling abuse, shouting, being really horrible to each other, fighting and fighting and fighting until both half-boys fall into the river together and are swallowed up this great river. Under they go, under the waves. And overhead the skies darken and there's said to be a great and terrible storm that passes over. The river boils up and froths up. And those two boys, those two half-boys, are still underneath the water, being dragged, being pushed, fighting and fighting and fighting as the river boils up. And then one day, the clouds part, the river calms. From the river, emerges not two half-boys, but one whole boy. And that whole boy walks the way that a boy who's spent all his life as two half-boys might walk, falling over his legs, not really knowing where he's going to go, not really knowing what he's doing. And he wanders, stumbling through village after village after village, looking and searching for something, but not really sure what he's searching for. And then he comes to the edge of a village. Now, at the edge of this village, There's an old man, and he has one foot inside the village and one foot outside the village. And he looks at the whole boy who'd become, the half-boys who'd become whole, and says, My boy, do you know where you are? And the half-boys had become whole look at him and say, No, we don't know where we are. And the old man says, This is the village that you started your life in. This is your home village. And the people here have forgotten their dance. But now that you've returned, I think if you and I go into this village together, hand in hand, and dance, old and young, together, they might remember again. The old man holds his hand out to the whole boy. The whole boy takes his hand, and together they walk into the village. And around the great fire they begin to dance, old and young together. And the villagers see this. And they join the dance. First the little ones. Then the older ones. And everybody in the village is celebrating and dancing. And with this half-boy has now returned to the village, the son of the village. And for the first time in his life he's welcomed in, back to his home with open arms. And he goes on to become the storyteller of the village. He tells stories of where he's been and what he's done and with those stories he helps people in the village. And every night they gather around the fire and they listen to the stories that he brings. And after those stories they dance. But at the centre of the village there's a woman who's really pregnant. 
she's ready to give birth and the day comes for her to give birth and that ritual is the same the world over and she gives birth to another little child she holds that child in her arms she realises she's given birth to a half child 